Sports with Katie Nolan is presented by Coors Light, the beer made to chill. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. That's our new thing. See something on the internet, try it at your house. Why are we like this? Why are we like I heard you like wine. I heard you like wine and Pringles. Hello, little small people. Hello, lovebirds. There it is. I found it. Sometimes I leave an endearing term here. I forget to... Hello, little baby small birds that I love. Welcome to Sports, a podcast that ends with a question mark. It starts with whatever this is. Uh, I'm Kate Nolan. She's Ashley. He's Jay. And this is today's question. Hey, Ashley, Jay, and Katie. Uh, this is Fake Ned. Long-time Fake listener, Ned. first-time caller. He tweets. Um, I am traveling this weekend and will be missing my Chiefs playing in the playoffs. Oh. Uh, I won't say which playoffs in case you want to play this later, but hopefully we're in more than one just playoff game. Anyway, so my question for you <laughs> is what is your favorite and least favorite airports since you all seem to do your fair bit of traveling? Love you. Mean it. Have a great 2019. Ned. Aw. Or fake Ned. Does he prefer fake Ned? I think probably. Okay. Uh, I would say love you, mean it too, but you're, but I hate you this week. Ooh. The Chiefs fan. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, exactly. Um, I don't like airports at all. I see people discuss things a lot, but like, what's the best airport? I'm like, let's all agree they all suck. <laughs> I'm never like, yeah, I get to go to this airport. Well, no, but there's like making the best of a bad situation. Traveling's not usually cool. Sure. It's a means to an end. Do you have one off the top of your head that's a fave? Uh, yeah, Minneapolis. Why is that? It's a nice airport. There's a lot of options. It's clean for what? People food? are friendly. Yeah, for food. Yeah. People, I was going to say, I also care about shopping. <laughs> Let food be clear. Yeah, no. Just for the food. I think it's weird people shop at airports because there's nowhere to, you have no place to put it. Put your stuff. Yeah. yeah it's I very don't, confusing. But I don't if you've understand. got time to kill people, that's a hobby that some people have. I've never had time to kill at an airport. That, that's what? why I'm still not TSA pre-check. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> because I've never had time to, I've never gotten to an airport early and been like, I'll get some stuff done. I get to the airport and I'm lucky if I'm not sprinting to the gate. No, but like if a flight gets delayed and you're stuck there for however many hours. Well, usually it's like, oh, the check-in is pre-security at this airport that I'm stuck at. So I would have to leave and come back in and go back through and. Yeah, I but don't do so that. once you get through, there's stuff to do yeah, in yeah. airports. I just read or play games on my phone. Yeah, I'd say so. I've, some some have like outlets where you can charge your stuff for free Wi-Fi. Sure. Well, I do like United at Newark has like that's a really nice. They area. just redid yeah. it, um, and so it's all uh, like you don't have to talk to anyone if you want to order food. It's mm-hmm. all iPad based yeah. ordering. Big fan of that. Cause I don't like talking. Yeah, uh, I plop my kid on those little tables and let him just play the dumb yeah. scratch off games on right. iPads. It's fantastic. That is nice. But I, I probably the Denver airport just because you know if I have time there I can investigate what the fuck is going on. <laughs> uh, and I like that. I like to investigate <laughs> any that you hate. Uh, all of them, <laughs> honestly, all of them. I think I have a soft spot for Atlanta, even though it sucks because I can get Chick Fil A there, and it's it's always it, no matter what flight or airline or terminal I land in, I'm always right by a Chick-fil-A. I don't know if that's because they have a bunch or if I just keep taking the same flight. Yeah. But I just, it's sometimes at airports, I'm like, I've heard this airport has a Shake Shack, but I'm nowhere near it. I can't find it. Chick-fil-A is always right there when I, mm. when I land on a, I in think there's Chick-fil-A in Pittsburgh too. Maybe. Yeah. But it's usually closed by the time I get there. Mm. 
I usually get there late. I don't love that Pittsburgh airport. It's real small. It is small. I'm not a huge fan of when you have to get on like the train to get from like check into yeah. your terminal. And that one's That's stupid because everyone gets on the same train. Yeah. It's just, yeah. I don't get it. But I, it, in terms of like that one is clean and there's food and I like that. Mm. I was stuck in the Vegas airport, I think coming back from the ESPYs, mm-hmm. and that one sucks. It to does. Be stuck yeah, at. but you can play the, the they slots. Have slots, but it's all, it's just like smells of Vegas regret, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know? Can you and smoke the, in the airport? I think you can. I, no. I'm pretty sure. It, it, if you can't now, it feels like you could three days ago. Enough, and enough ago that it smells like, like cigarettes. Of yeah, it. yeah, yeah. And it's just, it's like old. And the food options are bad and there's not a lot of seating so everyone's uh, near each other. Or yeah. You're like, oh, I don't like anything I about hate this. the Charleston airport. Yeah, Charleston's amazing but the airport Sucks. is Sucks. And I great. got stuck there once for what was it, 12 hours, 13 hours? Yeah, it was a while. It was a long – so just it's not the airport's there's- fault so much. I – Fucking hate that airport. It just sends me into a rage spiral. That happened also, to me in Dallas twice. It sucks. I don't like that. LaGuardia one. too. Let's I know they're working. LaGuardia is the seventh circle of hell. LaGuardia is working <laughs> on it. Like they're figuring out their. Shit, they keep saying, but it, they need to figure it out. Like if I, do you just slurp your coffee right no. into the mic. Jay, don't slurp your coffee into the mic. Sorry, Come on, Jay. Get a real rookie. Coffee fiend over Get it here. together. Just Be love it so much. No, every time I go to LaGuardia, I forget that. Like, oh, once I once I get to my terminal, I can eat Annie Ann's or nothing. There's mm. just nothing yeah, there. Yeah. That's cinnamon. Do you want the last bagel at Obon Pond? That's all they have. Yeah, right? Do you want this old Asiago cheese bagel? Or actually, it was a plain bagel, but now something has formed (laughs) on it. It looks like an Asiago cheese bagel. LaGuardia needs to step it up. JFK is just so annoying to get to. JFK, but T5, the JetBlue at JFK is amazing. Yeah, the terminals are nice, but I feel like you've got to hike to get to the terminal. Yeah, it's And again, I'm, I'm getting to the airport 30 minutes before the flight board. So I'm going to need to, and I don't have pre-check. So I'm going to need to get through. Also, shout out to all the poor TSA people that have to work yeah, in yeah. this situation. I've been traveling a bunch and been like, what the, f- why don't I have my premier line? And I'm like, well, because there's four people here working and they're not getting paid. Right. So immediately brings you back down to earth to be like, okay, maybe I'll wait in this line of people. Yeah. Shouts to TSA. That sucks. And this is the only time we'll shout to TSA. <laughs> most times they're an enemy of the people. But right now, I mean, you got to feel for anybody who's working and not getting paid. Jay, did you say your favorite? Uh, I love Paris. The, the, yes. <laughs> Charlotte Gaulle the Paris airport Orly, Orly in is the garbage. spring is just so beautiful. <laughs> Orly is garbage. Charlotte is great. But the oh, Austin wow. airport is really great. And they have a really good barbecue, a couple of good barbecue places in there. Wait, did you say Austin? Yeah. They have a place that does breakfast tacos in there, and it's real yeah. great because I love a breakfast taco when I'm in Austin. I've, they just like the took best. all of the cool, good restaurants and then did one in the airport, too, and I love that. I've never been to Austin. Well, it's my maybe, kid's name. Stay I was gonna tuned. Say, but I've never That's been. probably why you named your baby Aaron. <laughs> uh, I got, I've been to crazy airports. I've been, you've been to the Quad Cities airport? No, I don't even know where the, what, what, are, the, what are the Quad Cities? I don't know. It's somewhere in uh, Canada. Actually, I don't know where it is. Iowa, I want to say. That sounds good. Doesn't matter. Hey, uh, anyway, fake Ned, <laughs> thanks for your question. Uh, everybody else listening, if you want to, leave us a voice mail. Excuse me? <laughs> I said it. Mail. Leave us a voice mail. There, I like that. Let's go with that from here on okay. uh, The number is 860-506-5571. Please call us and do that. Um Okay, hello. Uh, we're here. We are in friendly banter. Ooh, how's hey. how's everybody doing? Hi, how are you? Good, sick. 
Yeah. A little sick. Mm-hmm. It's tough. It's been a tough week. It's, I feel like it's not going to get better for a while, but that's okay. I got to uh, sleep a lot yesterday, mm-hmm. and I watched the Fire Fest, Fire Fraud Hulu doc. How was that? It was good. Did you learn about fake fire? I did. Well, that's not what it's about. <laughs> so it's about the Fire Festival. Mm-hmm. Ja Rule's big music do you know about it? You're, okay, you're looking at me like, <laughs> well, tell me more. <laughs> Can't tell, that's a bit. Uh, yeah, it was really interesting. And then uh, this weekend, I'm probably going to watch the Netflix one. And then, uh, you then know, we can compare them. Tweet my thoughts about it or mm-hmm. something. Maybe. Probably not, but maybe. <laughs> supposed to but snow. Maybe. So I'm really excited. We're supposed to, to get a lot of snow. Yeah, the best thing is like, I don't have to like make an excuse to not leave my house. It's like, oh no, snowed in. Guess yeah. I'll see you next month. Yeah. I loved snow days, past tense. And now it's just I have a two almost two year old oh. stuck in a house. Oh gosh. Most likely all weekend. Yikes. He uh, oh we're And the baby. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. <Sizzle>. Got him. <laughs> sorry, Steve. Um not sorry. We're going through a new phase with my son. Oh boy. Where he, there's this hat he has. Mm-hmm. That is not a new hat. It is an old, like he had it when he was over a year ago. Kind of looks like a train conductor hat. Okay. And it has black stars on it. Yeah. And he recently decided that he wanted to wear it. Okay. And that was, all sounds fine so far. That was three days ago. <laughs> oh gosh. He hasn't taken it off. To sleep? Mm. Last night he wore it to bed. Okay. I couldn't put him down without it. Oh, he was like freaking out anytime we try to take it away. And then oh, no. when I woke up this morning and looked at the baby monitor. Oh, my God. <laughs> He's wearing it. Like it had fallen off in his sleep and then he immediately put it on as soon as he woke up. He's worn it to what? daycare three days in a row. His teachers are like, what's this? I'm like, I don't I don't know. It just started. What, so what's the plan? I I I guess I'm asking for help. I don't Can know. Can we get him a less bad hat? So I, this is what happened. <laughs> That's I, a bad I hat. I got him. Why'd we get him this hat I, in the first place? I don't know. Okay. I got him a winter hat and yeah. was trying to convince him to wear it. And yeah. so like Steve put one on and was like, Daddy's hat. And I put one on. I'm like, Mommy's hat. And he was like, oh, cool. Austin's hat. And he put on his winter hat on. And then it was like a light bulb went off in his head. And he was like, this isn't Austin's no. hat. <laughs> he rips it off, runs into a room. his room, finds this hat that we've had since we moved to New Jersey. Oh, wow. And he just hasn't ever shown an interest in. He's really smart. This puts kid. it on it his head and goes, out. Austin's hat. Like, he, he'll take it off and, like, put it back on and, like, move it around and, like, adjust the brim. He it exactly. Oh. And you're like, what? And, like, last night when he was falling asleep, he sleeps on his stomach and he, like, laid down and, like, bonked his brim on the thing and was trying to, like, move the thing get comfortable. He's learning that he can't sleep in a hat. Well, he, he like, switched and moved and, okay. like, snuggled in until it was kind of, like, <laughs> like that, like a '90s boy band member, it was just slightly askew. Yeah. Oh. So that's what that's what we're doing. All now. right. Well, I'd say step one: let's not take him anywhere where they're going to play the national anthem because he won't take it off, and that's going to be rude. Yeah. But then I, I guess if anyone has any advice on how to get your kid to stop wearing something <laughs> ugly as hell, I mean, you can I don't know that we need, need to go that eight six zero. That sounds ter- that's a bad hat. I'm it's, looking at it, it's a bad it's hat. It's not that. I'll I'll put It's a real out. ugly. It's not that bad. It's not that good. It's, it's not an everyday hat. That's the thing. It's, it's, it is a literal the, the pattern the pattern on it is noticeable enough. It's not like, "Oh, is that a different no. hat?" No, that's that hat. His teachers are like, "Oh, that's this he's wearing this hat again." <laughs> it's the only time he's worn a hat to daycare is since he's gone. Oh, he boy. just decided. 
Oh boy, yeah. he's going to be the kid in the group of friends that wears the fedora. It's oh, someone no. else. Someone else shows up with a fedora, and he's like, "You better take yours off. This is Austin's hat." <laughs> he's going to wear the Samuel L. Jackson hat. Oh, oh, oh God! Your son is Bruce Arians. <laughs> Maybe I can get him into visors. Maybe. Oh, oh, I don't know gosh. if that's better. Please do not. I don't know if it's better. Get him into visors that come with the hat, the hair attached yeah. to the top of it. That yeah. would actually be a great Make fit. Sure he's got a pink polo that he can pop the color on. Yeah, I'm all in oh, on that. Boy. Uh, Jade, I'm not going to ask if you have any friendly banter. I think you participated. Now we're in the official Potter <laughs> show business. Very friendly banter today. It's very friendly. <laughs> uh, She's sick. Official show business. We have a bunch. We have a bunch. We launched a campaign this week. Uh, we went to, we were talking about it in the meeting, our show meeting, about how like J.R. Smith is just gone. Yeah. It happened with a couple players this year, like Carmelo. They're, he didn't get cut. He didn't get traded. He's just not, not there. Yeah. Like J.R. was one that we were like, that is super weird. He's just gone. So like, where is he? Um, and we had been looking through his Twitter and Andrea was, you know, stalking him, one of our producers, trying to find out where he was at. And we came up with this idea, like, let's go to Jersey and try to find him. Um, and we got a lot closer than we thought we would. On the, on the first stop, we FaceTimed with his dad, which we were like, we hit the goal. We hit gold too early. Uh, but we did not find him. Um, and then we decided the, that, you know, in an ideal world, I'd put him on a team, but I'm not a GM. And then I remembered that we are allowed to vote as fans for the All-Star game. So we checked the website thinking there's no way you can vote for J.R. Smith. And we were wrong. You can vote for J.R. Smith. Sure can. So we launched a campaign. If you don't watch the show because you're not um, in America or because you don't have ESPN Plus, which you should go to if you can. But <laughs> it's OK if you don't. Uh, we launched this hashtag vote J.R. campaign. Uh, All star voting stops, I believe, on the 21st of yeah. January. So it's Monday. only a f- it's a few days away. But we're asking people to go and, and try to vote him into the All Star game. We might as we might have started the campaign a little too late. Well, good ideas come when they come. You yeah, know? you know, you can't rush this stuff. You can't. can't rush me to take my hat off, you know. I got to let it you got to wear it. Wear the hat. So anyway, wear if the you're hat listening you're given, to this, if you, you know, can, if you could do me a solid, uh just go vote for JR. Go to vote.nba.com and and vote for JR Smith. I also think this works with players who play, but um if you Google this year if you Google their name, it comes up right away, like vote for them for the All Star Game. Like Google's doing like a partnership, I guess. Oh. I don't know if that happens with J.R. Smith because it might be like, did you mean LeBron James? <laughs> um, but just try it and just vote for him and tell your friends and family to vote for him. You can vote once a day. I bet you computer savvy people could find a way to vote more than once a day. Though I'm not going to encourage you to do that. That would be against the rules. But well. just uh, vote for him a bunch. And then we also launched our own website this week. We did. We did a, a deep dive into coaching and what makes coaches good because I think we it's a thing we talk about a lot, but no one ever really talks about. Yeah, for like, NFL head coach. Yeah, like yeah. how the hell do you what? How do you define it? Like what are you asking in an interview? As someone who has interviewed for positions, like I've interviewed people to potentially hire. When you really think about a coach interview that way, it's like what the are you asking them how do you know so we like dove in on all that and we learned about these um consulting firms that people hire these search firms to find coaches and whatever and one of them is named corn ferry with a k <laughs> which we found very funny so we created our own consulting firm with its own website it's a <clears throat> seven dust city bike because we decided that your search firm is named by your favorite new metal band mixed with the last uh, mode of transportation that you took. <laughs> so that's sevendustcitybike.com. And if you go there, you can f- fill out like a short little survey and it tells you – or a questionnaire and it tells you which coach is best for you. That's right. I haven't taken it yet actually. Oh, I've, I have a couple times. Who'd you get for your coach? Mike McCarthy. Oh, that's not bad. That's a good candidate. Yeah. Yeah. That's strong. 
Jay, did you take it? I did. Who'd you get? Mike McCarthy. Wow. He's is a that, pretty good candidate. Is that the only Actually, ch- now you know. Is that the only candidate we put into the website? <laughs> You'll have to go to 7DustCityBike.com to find out. Okay. There's also a wheel you can spin, yeah, uh, and it'll is. just tell you probably Mike McCarthy. Uh, he's up there. He's up there? Great. So anyway, go to 7DustCityBike.com if you feel like it. It's free for now, but we go and charge once we figure out how. <laughs> once we figure out how. Because you can make a lot of money at Corn Ferry. Oh, my gosh, yes. So why not at 7DustCityBike? I was City trying to think of a second one. We had a bunch on the show that were really Papa pop, Roach pop, Kayak. Papa Roach Kayak. <laughs> Papa Roach Kayak. Well, there was one I liked that we had to get rid of. I don't remember. P.O.D. E-train. Oh, P.O.D. E-Train. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Uh, is that it for official pod show business? Yeah, I think so. I don't think we have any other official business. All right, cool. Today on the podcast, now that we're into it, let's get into it. We're going to talk about crazy youth sports parents, the uh, upcoming conference championships, rich people, bird poop, and a bachelor update. Doodle doo. That's my. I'm supposed to do that. Well, we I know, were, but we're I just riffing. no. You're right. That just threw me off. I was oh. like, I didn't do my job. Well, dude, you're doodle-doo. you're sick. Oh, but before we get into all that, today's podcast is brought to you by Simply Safe, which means uh, you get to listen to a terrible impersonation of someone telling you about Simply Safe. And Ashley, who is it gonna be? Well, Catherine. Yeah, what I, is, you're doing that a lot today. In the meeting, you call me Catherine Beth a bunch, and I just feel like you're mad or something. No, I'm just. Um, it's when I I'm for, getting formal. You okay. know? Yep. If I was mad, you would know. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a little interaction you had. Um, with the Katie Nolan Gifts account and one of our favorite comedians, Ian Carmel. And that Gifts account stays snitching on me. <laughs> that was a very funny, we had very said, funny tweet by you. I can't do, Ashley had said, don't do that joke because someone's going to gif that and it's going to follow you around on the internet. And I was like, no one's going to gif it. And then within you know, minutes, my own was like, I feel like it happened before the show ended. My own Gifts like, account. watched it happen and then looked at Twitter and was like, how did, how's that there now? So, and then you, the point of the gif is you make a, a gesture with your hands. And- a little jerk off. Okay. Like, eh. there's a flourish at the end. What if somebody called it the wanking motion? That's the like the American motion. safe way to say it. So you do a nice flourish at the end and yeah. it prompted Ian Carmel, great stand-up comedian. Friend of the pod, friend, friend of, the, of pod. the pod. Yep. To say that he, that flourish led him to believe you would do an incredible, a spicy meat, the ball <laughs> accent. Oh boy. And I think. Which this- makes me think of Pete Holmes stand-up when he's like. We got five years left of this. Like, why do we make fun of Italian people, but we can't make fun of like any other accent? Like, enjoy it while you got it. <laughs> in five years, it's going to be offensive. So let's take advantage of that. Yeah. And have you tell us about Simply Safe <clears throat> in that accent. You don't even want to say what it is. No, the, I, the spicy meatball, I think, is how I'll, de- I'll define it. Okay, it's Italian. The uh, spicy meatball. So uh, here's a timely stat for you. <laughs> Almost half of us make up a New Year's resolution every single year. We've all made them, and most of us are probably broken them, eh? Hey! Happens to the best of us, huh? But uh, one resolution worth sticking to this year. Keeping your home and family safe. That's why I recommend a simply safe home security. Uh, home security, yeah. Simply a safe is a 24 a 7 a home security with the no contracts or a catches. Hey! Hey! They believe the safest place on earth should be your own home. So you feel protected every time you shut your door and leave for work or shut your eyes at night. Oh! Oh! What is that? Are you doing those? It's like, you're like doing Andrew Dice yeah. Clay. <laughs> hey! Andrew Dice Clay. <laughs> 
More than a three a million of people already feel this way every day. Thanks to simply a safe. That was aggressive. <laughs> and they're not the only ones. The folks at a PC Mag named simply a safe. Both editors a choice and readers a choice for 2018. 2019 feels like a good year to ask yourself: Is my home as safe as it could be? And if you're thinking, oh well. Maybe this is the year for the change of that spicy meatball. Get to Simply Safe. Go to simplysafe.com/nolan to get started, eh? That's simplysafe.com/nolan to protect your home and your family today. Simplysafe.com/nolan. That's a spicy home security, eh? Really bad, really bad start to the pod. Let's keep that going. You're welcome, Ian.、Uh, lots of news this week, so no games, but we're gonna just plow through some news. We're gonna pick six, and then we're gonna pick six, we're and then we're gonna pick to... more. At... What we're gonna pick six, and、Thank、then we're、you. gonna pick six more, or、Ooh. maybe five more. We're gonna pick. We're gonna pick a bunch. Just listen to the podcast. <laughs> you don't always need a roadmap. Sometimes the journey is the destination. Oh, as we found、goodness. out when we went to New Jersey this week <laughs> for six hours to not find J.R. Smith.、Uh, first thing we're gonna talk about: Ash, the Eagles lost. What's the next thing we're gonna talk about? <laughs> let's start. Let's start there, and then we'll discover together. Yeah, yeah. How do we feel?、Uh, not great. Did you get to watch the game, or were you on a plane? I got to watch. The first part of the game, that was the good part, which was the good part, but it also like made me think we were going to win the game、mm. when they went up fourteen nothing and they looked really good, and then they didn't score again. Yeah, and at all, no. Yeah, and then they didn't win. They didn't win. Bad props. They didn't win, and、yeah. and even like there was a lot of. I was following on GameCast on the plane. Well, there was one point where I was; it was looking good, and we were talking. And then I texted you and was like, "Board your plane and get in the air because it was starting to turn." Yeah. And you had said it's good luck when you're flying. Yeah. So I was like, "Get on the get on the plane now! Take tell them to take off right now." Yeah. <laughs> Our plane was delayed. Like、oh, every, I, every flight、so、that I every flight that I've been on for the last like six months has gotten delayed.、It's, every single one. Yeah. It's weird. And it was like, oh, it's snowing. Where were we? Pittsburgh. It was snowing. They had to go de-ice it. We like sat on the runway. It wasn't like I could watch in the gate or anything. It was、yeah. just very frustrating.、Mm-hmm. And I was just really bummed because I didn't. I didn't. That was the end of my team season, and I didn't see it. I didn't、mm-hmm. see like. A whole section of it, yeah, and I haven't gone back and watched it. Like I haven't watched because you don't want to. Yeah, you don't want to go back and watch the no, bad. Why stuff. would I? But like following along, it was like, well, they're going to kick this field goal, and then we're still we're still screwed. But then like they got a sack on the play, and then he missed the field goal, and I was like, oh my gosh, we could do this. And then they're chart. They're like going down the field. I'm like, oh my god, he's going to do it again. He's going to do it again. And Steve just Steve was like holding the phone because I was like, let me hold it. I have to hold it. No, you hold it. I don't want to see it. Show me the phone. Like I'm screaming at him. Yeah, our yeah. kids in the middle trying to watch Coco. It's a whole thing. But like I didn't, I didn't get to see it. Like it was just you watch a text come on a screen that says like Nick Foles pass intercepted, like Saints ball, and you're like, oh, they got no timeouts left. Oh, our season's over. Yeah,、mm-hmm. and it was just like, well. That blows. Did you see that somebody set up a GoFundMe? <laughs> so Ashley had mentioned on the podcast that when she's on a plane, it's good luck. And so、uh, someone named Benjamin Ball sent up 
set up a um, a GoFundMe page, Ashley Braband plane ticket during the Eagles game, so that if they won, we could buy a plane ticket to make sure that she was on a plane going somewhere. Yeah. The goal was $500. I checked it. We raised five. Thank you, Benjamin. <laughs> so it's good that nobody donated money because they didn't win, and that would have been a complicated... Well, no, he had a backup plan. Oh, what was, was it? donate to um, military dogs. There was... Oh. Yeah, he had, had a, a whole plan. thing. It was really great. It brought me so much joy. And well, it brought you $5. It also... So. Well, not me. But it also, I'm not going to say that, like, he jinxed it. You know? Wow. I'm just joking. Whoa. I'm just joking. Feels like she said he did. I'm not, it. Benjamin. I'm just kidding. She's that was really that, sweet. Though. Thank no, you so she, much. People are saying it, yeah. not yeah. Ashley. Yeah, she allegedly. would never say that. I really right. appreciate that. That was very kind. Um, another Eagles related headline that isn't sad that might make you feel a little bit better. Uh, did you see that Alshon Jeffrey surprised the second grade class who wrote him letters? Oh, of my gosh. Yes. There was, I saw, the way I saw it was somebody tweeted, like, Wow, Philly fans are so brutal. And then it was like a thread of all the nice things people were saying to Alshon Jeffrey after the game. That's nice. And I looked at it, obviously anticipating that it was going to be another example of actual Philly fans being terrible, but they weren't. And it kind of led me down this path of like these second graders in Westchester wrote him letters in their beautiful little kid handwriting that's mm-hmm, like so spelled wrong and the letters are reversed and blah, blah, blah. And then um one of the dads posted his daughter's letter on the internet and people started seeing it and Alshon saw it. And so he surprised the whole class. He showed up and they're all like, ah, you seem important. Who are you? <laughs> yeah. So I was trying to open up the letter, but for some reason I can open every doc except for our pod doc. But, um, yeah, he he came into the classroom in a suit, which he looked great. But I think he's asking a lot of those kids. <laughs> to recognize his face? Yeah, man, come yeah. in your jersey. Yeah. Just help him out. Yeah. Because like you 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 play a sport where most of the time you've got a helmet on. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of adults would not recognize Alshon Jeffrey if he it, just walked into yeah, the office. Yeah. It's like if you weren't if you're not given the context and you're not, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um but yeah, the kids were freaking out, and then someone was like, "It's Alshon Jeffrey," and then the kids were like, "Oh!" <laughs> like you could tell they so were like, like "Someone's here to see us," and then they were like, "Oh my god, it's a person we know!" But it was really funny. I'm it, just just next time, where you just help the kid? They're very small children. Yeah, they are young. Um, but the letter was really cute. I wish my phone wasn't acting stupid. I would read it. It was pretty much like. She did the really adorable thing where she spelled awesome. I think we all went through the stage, A-W-S-O-M-E. There were like all these cute little misspellings that were just like, like the best. That's just how we should spell it. Yeah, that E is useless. It's so superfluous. Wow. Yeah, right? As she's saying that we don't need an E in awesome, she drops a <laughs> superfluous. Uh, that was by Abigail Johnson. You should go look it up. Yeah, it is a cute video. It's I mean, really cute. You And just read that letter. I love when little kids write letters. Because it puts things in perspective. Like he's done so much for the team that when people try to say that one dropped pass is the reason you lost, like, come on to the, I like it. Let's talk about football. That's still happening. Mm. Uh, <laughs> so the AFC and NFC championships are this weekend. They are. I just want to say, I'm not going to brag, but the podcast last week, I was right. All my picks. I went for yes. now. Good for you. No, Good thank job. you. I wasn't. No, that's not why well, I wasn't looking for a compliment. Well, there's did a you, pretty pregnant pause after your yeah, year. Yeah, no, I, I just. <laughs> did you guys have any others? You just said good job. It wasn't like, wow, that's really whoa. prolific. Thank you. Yep. Um, so we've got the, uh, Saints Rams and Pat's Chiefs. The line for both is minus three, the home teams. Um, 
Isn't that just the line that they, that's home field advantage is three points. So mm-hmm. it's basically saying the teams are even. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Look at you lady who hates talking about lines. Well, you hate it. Every time I'm like, oh, but you guys are going to cover. And you're like, I don't care about any of that. I it's just, about the game. Because I don't bet. Like, I care about my team. I don't care about winning, not about them covering. Yeah. But, well, you, that's because you that's, haven't done it yet. Once you do it, you're going to be like, oh, this is fun. No, I'm very, very stingy. Sorry. You don't have to use actual money. You are the most competitive person I know. The fact that you don't, like, pick a winner against the spread is fascinating to me. But it's also probably good because you'd get carried away. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, you're giving her an addiction. Carried away very right quickly. Now. How are you feeling about the game? Um, you know, so obviously uh, the Patriots crushed the Chargers. And while it was great to see, because I've said before that this season was obviously more up and down than we're used to. And look, this all goes under the caveat of like, I get it. You don't care how Pats fans feel. But I was asked, it's my podcast. Here we go. <laughs> so it was good to see them and like be dominant in a way that was like what we miss, what we're used to seeing, what we've been looking for them to do all season. Um, but I also was like, this could be the worst possible thing for us to crush this team by so much that we feel cocky going Mm. into next week, which obviously now is this week, which is going to be a much more difficult game. We have to go to Kansas city. They are a stacked team. Um, they make me nervous. Isn't it going to be like negative 10 degrees? Uh, so I saw today that it's going to be 30. Oh, okay. That it was like, despite reports earlier that said it would be, uh, Below zero, I think it was like 20 or 30 instead. It's going to be cold. Tom Brady's fine in the cold. Um, but we saw that Pat Mahomes is fine in the snow. Like he's, they're great. Yeah. And the thing that scares me the most is that, is that Chiefs line and the pressure that they were able to put on Luck, who has a great offensive line, who was barely sacked, if at all, in the last however many games, they got to him. And if they get to Tom, I get nervous. He's 41 years old. I yeah. get nervous. So I'm not feeling that confident. There was a, it was a stupid call by the refs that led to a mistake at the end of the first half in the Chargers game where we should have kicked a field goal and instead we didn't get out of bounds and so that we ran out the clock and we, it was a stupid call by the refs, but it was still a mistake. Then we can't afford to make a mistake like that this week. And so I just am hoping that we're not getting ahead of ourselves. And I know they're doing this whole thing that's annoying you right now where they're <laughs> doing the, uh, bet against us where the underdogs thing. Yeah. But of all people, Ashley, as a, Eagles fan, and we, last year they were the underdogs. We were. I know, but they're doing a, the same thing. It's everybody needs something to rally behind as a team. Mm-hmm. The Patriots, I believe, are seven and one in their last eight games where they were the underdog, both against the spread and straight up. So they that helps them to be the underdog and to lean into that perception. Mm-hmm. I I'm I am just saying a lot of stats because I'm scared. <laughs> so I about your first point about being too cocky. I don't for a second think Bill Belichick would let anybody walk out of that tunnel cocky. I mean, we did it at a Super Bowl. That's what happened was it the giant what the second giant Super Bowl or first the one where you went undefeated? <laughs> like, yeah, of course you're going to go into yeah. that a little confident. I just hope that they're that they're we beat our past 3 opponents. We outscored them 103 to 43. I hope that we're not – those don't roll over. We have to still get points. <laughs> there's, there's no rollover There's minutes. no rollover points. Like, <laughs> I checked the rule book. You, you do still have to mm. – I mean, Edelman looks amazing, though. He is churning. He's fighting for that inch. Yeah, he's scrappy, Al that Pacino. one. Yeah, he's real scrappy. Uh, so I'm just a little – I'm a little scared. I think we can do it. I also think – and I, nobody wants to complain about the refs, but the officiating this year has been really spotty. 
Mm. For all teams, like across the board, they've just been, feels like there's been a lot of consequential plays that rest in the hands of the refs. And that's where I think this game is going to swing. Really? I think there's going to be a call that's big, that's whether it's early or late, that's going to really swing the momentum. I'm kind of picturing this one as like when the refs are like, just let them play. And they let two great teams just go at it. And it's an incredible game to watch. And you're like nail biter the whole time. That's, I just, I don't know why my gut says that. I feel like whoever scores the first touchdown is going to win the game. I don't know who it's going to be. Okay, so we just placed a lot of prop bets. Let's Uh see how those pan out. (laughs) She likes to keep track of other people's bets. Yeah, no, I've got to to get into this gambling thing. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What do we think about the other game? The first game, Saints-Rams. This one, I think, is going to be tough. A lot of people are like easily easy money on the Saints. I don't know. I don't know either. Honestly, they they did not look good in the little of the game that I watched them play. Um, but they do have the experience. Got a lot of young guys on the Rams, including their five-month-old head coach. Such a he, just, like, he won't stop wearing this hat. It's super weird. <laughs> <laughs> it's a cool hat, Jay. <laughs> At, like, I, I had – this is so weird. I had this realization the other day when they're like 32-year-old – Offensive genius. Like, I've known he was 32 this whole time. It just clicked for me mm-hmm. the other day. Mm. Like, oh, my God, he's 32? Like, you're about to be 32. What? No. I'm yes, you are. 29. In days. I'm going to be just 29 In a matter of days. And it's like what you're – it's just crazy to think of it that way. It just never really processed. Why would you have to put it in perspective for me? You're older than him. I know. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I just turned – I just Katie, what have you fucking accomplished? You're about to be as old as him, and he's a genius, and you're a moron. He's like, like LeBron was born like a month before me, and so I have to measure myself against him all the time. And you're like, well, I'm not winning yet, but there's still time. Yeah, he's super young, so this is it's interesting. I mean, it's the coach everybody wants, so we'll see how he does in this game. Yeah. Um, the last time they played earlier this season, the Saints won, and that was when uh, the Rams had Cooper Cup, and they don't now. Mm. So. I guess we'll see. I don't know. I just don't feel as confident about the Saints. I, like the I think could... I'm rooting for the Rams. I am certainly not. Well, well obviously. Jay's Jay from St. Little... Louis, so he hates the Rams. Just because. It's their fault. Uh, it is their he fault. He just hates Stan Kroenke. He yeah. wants nothing to do with Stan Kroenke. I want them yeah, but to lose. Don't you like our good friend Pat Gunther, who's a huge Rams fan, I'm to a big be fan of Pat happy? Gun- Shout big, out to PG. PG will of- never be happy. They could win the Super Bowl and he'd be like, <laughs> but Bleh. Yeah, for sure. Uh, big fan of PG, but not big enough for me to forgive a team for abandoning mm. me and giving me no hope. So, Oh. Well, speaking of super rich people in sports. <laughs> oh, there she goes. Uh, <laughs> is this a website or a company, WealthX? It's a company. Sure. WealthX, this company that we all know about, released its first ever high net worth handbook this month, which sounds like something we all needed. Like a hellscape. (laughs) Finally. Uh, Yeah, right. (laughs) Which analyzes. I've never been one of those people like lifestyles of the rich and famous, people that like to watch shows about what rich people do with their money. It always to me is like, this is why would I watch this? I don't know. It just hurts feelings. Anyway, so this uh, high net worth handbook analyzes the interests and habits of the world's multimillionaires whose net worth ranges from $1 million to $30 million, and it ranked the top 15 sports in which this group of people are interested. Ashley is the only one of us that read the article, mm-hmm. and so what I think we should do now is Jay and I should collectively – well, guess the top three, but then – Guess can, which sports rich people like. Yeah. Worldwide. Okay, so s- soccer? Well – What? 
how are we how are we doing this? Are you am I is it like you each get a turn? No, I'm just gonna a guess a bunch and then I'll ask Jay for help when I need it. Okay. So soccer is on the list, but it is not in the top three. It's number seven. Okay. So tennis? Tennis is on the list at number six. Gosh. Football? Uh, American football, yeah. yes, because you already said soccer. Yes, American football is top three. It's number two. Okay. Wow. Rich people like football. Well, because I think it's like 40% of these high net worth people are American. Okay. Are and they're the probably old. So baseball? Baseball is on the list, but it is not in the top three. Boy, it boy. is number five. Okay. They don't like basketball. Basketball is on the list. Number four. Well, because there's wow. 15 sports. So, it's like, of course it's on the list. Has to be. They don't like hockey. Hockey is in the top fifteen, yeah, it's but it's ninth. Yeah, hold on, it's far back. I probably should have written these down instead of scrolling through the whole thing with like words and images. <laughs> Hockey's twelve. Yeah, <laughs> I, it's down there. Uh, so I said tennis. You did. Uh, I mean, like, are they into golf? Golf. Golf's number golf one for sure. Golf's number one. So it's golf, football, and the third one is going to be challenging. Polo. No, That's not super on rich. the list. <laughs> Croquet? Yeah, right. Badminton? No. Is it uh, – I feel like cricket's not on the list, but I feel like that would have been – That's interesting. Yeah. 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 Uh, rugby? No, not on the list. Um, synchronized swimming? <laughs> uh, no, that's not it. Equestrian? Uh, nope. Okay. Uh Swimming is number nine, but just regular swimming, not synchronized. Oh, well, that's bullshit. That's poor people swimming. <laughs> <laughs> um, what? If, oh, is it the Horse one? Horse racing is 14. Oh, that's, yeah, I should have said that before I said equestrian. <laughs> um, is it, is it the one where they, the one with the boats where they sail? Oh, yachting. Yachting. No, it's no, not yachting. I mean, like, regatta. Re- no, the one with the, like, the really oh, the expensive. Cup. Yeah. What is uh, the, what is that? Sailing, I What's think. What's it called? That's a sailing race. It's called something. Uh, no, that's not it. That's not it? No. That's because that is a rich people's sport. Yeah, yeah. you can't play. You but have all that money. So it's not Doesn't like, even feel like play is the right verb. Like you can't participate. Um, it is not what they want to participate in. I know, it's what I they want to watch. I know. It's just an important distinction. Okay. Um, uh, is it uh, p- poor people trying to get health care? <laughs> <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Yeah. Yeah, right. Is it the DMV? <laughs> uh, just, oh, uh, NASCAR. No. Yeah, Auto racing is number 15. Yeah, I wouldn't have guessed that anyway. It just seemed like the major sport that I had is missed. It F1? It's not. Oh, um, F1 a, is great. Uh, it's not a, a major sport. Uh, I know. We've said that I think already. auto racing probably it counts falls, as F1. Yeah. Under that. Man, top three. Uh, it's, so let me just ask you a question now. Is it televised? Like, have I watched it on TV before? Um, yes. During the Olympics. Yeah. Okay. So I could tell by your face. Yeah, I was right. like, I need a qualifier here. I'm not uh, sure. Winter or summer? Uh, winter. Okay. Skiing. Yes. Real? That's their number three sport? Yep. To watch on TV? Well, it's just like interest. They didn't specifically say watch on TV. I bet these people are like, I love to ski. I like to go to Vail. Like they're not <laughs> t- talking about watching. Um, so we've got 15 auto racing, 14 horse racing, 13 diving, 12 yep. ice hockey, 11 martial arts, 10 athletics, which I think is track and Excuse field. me? It's showing a picture Excuse of somebody. My favorite sport is athletics. Excuse me? <laughs> that is exactly. That should have been number one. My yeah, favorite yeah, sport is sporting. I love athletics. I love sporting. <laughs> Any sporting is good sporting. I love a good foot race. Chim-chim. It's foot racing. It's foot racing on there. 
Nine is swimming, eight is cycling, cycling. seven soccer, oh, six cycling. tennis, five baseball, four basketball, three skiing, two football, one golf. What? Rich people are weird. Uh, yeah, you're telling me. Also, nobody asked me in this survey. Mine must have got lost in the mail. Mm. Mm. Awkward. Awkward. I don't like sailing, except for that song. Sailing. That sync song? Takes me. They do a cover of it. I know they do. <laughs> This is an actual conversation I had with my mom when that NSYNC song came out. Mom, listen to this new NSYNC song. And she smacked me in the back of my head. Uh, Okay, next story. Uh, Speaking of weird sport stuff. Speaking of bullshit. Speaking of athletics. Speaking of (laughs) bullshit athletics. uh, This here is an actual headline from Business Insider. An Australian Open match was delayed for three and a half hours because there weren't enough staff to clean all of the seagull poo off the court. They use the word poo? Well, yeah. Oh. What well, yeah. You, well, what else are you going to put in poo. the headline? Excrement. Excrement? Do, doo-doo. 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 <laughs> doo-doo. You eat it. Okay. Uh, so, I'm not going to even try. There People, were two tennis players. Two tennis players were scheduled to play at the Margaret Court Arena in Melbourne at 9 p.m., but an earlier match between these other two uh, ran late. And officials wanted to move the women's match to court three so they could start on time, but had to reverse the decision when they realized the court was covered in too much seagull crap and uh, there weren't enough people around to clean it up. <laughs> how many people do you need? It depends how much seagull how crap there is, do, you know? Do, you need? do, 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 do. <laughs> How do you clean seagull crap? Did you see the video? Go look it up on the internet. Of uh, There was a guy that was just filming cars and... I think he like auto-tuned his voice and he was singing about how all the cars were covered in an insane amount of bird poop. And he was just talking about the Oh, birds. I saw the cards. I didn't, I didn't watch it with the volume on. It's really it funny. Like I missed out. It was really funny. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so what, so in order for there to be that much bird poop, doesn't there have to be like a tree around? Well, not for seagulls. I but think why are they all deciding ocean. to poop right there? Um, Normally it's when you park your car under trees and you're like, oh, I should have seen this coming. Mm-hmm. I should have seen this pooping. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> how do you clean it up? Because that's the kind of when you try to clean it, it just shears. Yeah, I feel. I feel like are they clay like, courts? I don't. know. No, not in the Australian. I think it's hard courts. Oh, that's gonna make it harder. You know. <laughs> I feel like you you need like a squeegee. scalpel. <laughs> a scalpel. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like one of those like I think you need like a squeegee. Things. Feels like it needs like a serious oh, you, mop. Situation. Or you need a water like one of those water. Yeah. blasters yeah. oh the power washer yeah yes yeah that's a good idea that wouldn't take that long you would well, need I mean, one person with a power a- washer unless the birds were in a constant state of doing the poop that's what i would worry <laughs> doing about. the doo-doo. like you cleaned the court sure but how do we know they're not going to descend upon us again mm, that's a great question i bet they were also worried about like the seats those you don't want to really sit on like a deal a with it stand level up of excrement stand up for a tennis match yeah. those things last like three hours you chose to go there I didn't choose to sit on the bird poo. Though. Well, well, that's the plan in the element. You know, you got to play the hand you're dealt. When it's it true. snows, they're not like we got to cancel this game. There's snow here. You got to wear the hat you're given. Yeah, I think you got to play. Got to wear the hat. <laughs> got to wear it. You got to wear the star hat that you're given. Uh, so anyway, they ended up playing the game at or the match. Sorry, at twelve twenty-two a.m. and it didn't end till three twelve. That's three hours. They asked. Um, they asked her afterwards, like, "So what are you going to do now?" And she's like, "Probably go get some breakfast." Like <laughs> three twenty. Three o'clock in the morning. That's crazy to me that they can do that. Do do that to them. How could they do do that? How do they do do that? Like you, that's a you have to be at your best athletically. You yeah. have to play athletics mm-hmm. at twelve thirty in the morning. Yeah, I'd be pit. I'd be pissed. Yeah. That's bullshit. 
And it's That's enough. True. We're children. I put this one in the middle so that we could really go wild. Now, let's get back to business. Okay. Uh, Nike this week unveiled a self-lacing shoe. Finally, I if mean, I dare say so. They've been teasing this since Back to the Future. Uh, Jason Tatum wore them in a game on Wednesday. It's called the Adapt BB, and the BB stands for the high-tech word basketball. <laughs> it was built uh, on Nike Nike's decades-long dream to create an auto-lacing smart shoe that adapts to wearer's feet company wants to fundamentally change footwear and of course you know sell shoes in the making mm. uh imagine your feet swell during a basketball game because you've been running back and forth in the court and your sneakers detect your blood pressure instead of reaching down and untying your laces the shoes loosen automatically wow. is that where they're at right now because i think right now you've got to use your phone to loosen them i just am still trying to imagine running up and down a basketball court to the point where my feet are swelling. <laughs> <laughs> i haven't done that in a minute my feet swell when i get out of bed <laughs> or if I'm on a plane too long. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so this says, when a player steps into the Nike Adapt BB, a custom motor and gear train senses the tension needed by the foot and adjusts accordingly to keep the foot snug. The tensile strength of the underfoot lacing is able to pull 32 pounds of force, roughly equal to that of a standard parachute cord, to secure the foot through a ra- yeah, This is one of those things that I don't think we need. Mm. Yeah, I agree. Like it would have been cool if it came out. Yeah. What? What? No, that's we very need those. valuable. We absolutely need those. <laughs> well, we don't. This is like I've said this example before, but like you can now turn your lights on and off using your phone. Like I, it's just a switch. Mm. The switch is easy to use. Mm-hmm. There's wires. There's a, if something goes wrong, I know how to fix it or at least some, but there's wires in there. Yeah. Whereas if something goes wrong with your phone, you're like, it's in the air. I don't know what was doing it to make it go on. I don't need my shoes to lace themselves. Who was like, oh, lacing shoes, too hard. It's one of the first things Pregnant we learned. women. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. But we, they're not that's playing the, basketball. That's the market they should advertise to. That's absolutely true. Yeah, they really Other should. than that, I don't see, like, it's one of the first things we learn how to do. Yeah. Tie our shoes. I don't think that we need shoes that lace themselves. Mm. I don't know if it brings up all the same moral debates that self-driving cars brings up. Have you done this? I did a deep dive on what the real problem is with self-driving cars. And basically, it's if you program a car to know that it needs to uh, save as many lives as possible. So if your options are like drive this car into a wall or drive this car into this group of people, it will veer off and just kill the driver. And it's like, why would you want to spend a bunch of money on something that would be programmed technically to kill you? It's a great question. Right? It's like this whole interesting moral dilemma that we can get into at another time. Maybe the shoes are the same way. You know, maybe it's programmed to like sacrifice. It'll cut your feet off if it'll save the lives of Jason Tatum. Right. (laughs) But he's the one wearing it. Right. So anyway, you know, somebody should really dive into the. I just think Nike should should adjust their uh, target demo. That's my hot take. PG. Pregnant women. Yeah. What's PG stand for? Pregnant. P. I don't know. Okay. Jay, tell us more about pregnancy. Going, I don't know anything else <laughs> except for the first letter. Did anyone look up how to pronounce the manager of Leeds' name? I bet uh, Jay probably knows. It's Marcelo Bielsa. Bielsa. So anyway, that guy, uh, he sent a spy, a, a man in camouflage carrying binoculars and a pair of, uh, of not pliers. We said wire cutters. No, it said pliers, pliers in the article. Into practice before their match against Derby. Did they say Derby? Don't care. Um, <laughs> Bielsa admitted him. Okay. So this guy, the manager of Leeds. Yep. Went, uh, sent a spy in. The guy was wearing camouflage, which let me just say, folks, it's not universal. Camouflage will help you in the woods. Mm. It's not going to blend you into a stadium. <laughs> <laughs> you can't just wear camo and be like, no one's going to see me here. I blend in. 
What if it was like seat camo? Yeah, that's would be brilliant. <laughs> Judging from the other uh, details in the story, I don't think they yeah, were brilliant. So somebody asked the coach, the manager, if he did that and immediately was like, yes, I told him to do that. And I don't really see why it's a big deal. Uh, I've been dispatching agents to rival practices for years in Europe and in Argentina. It's part of the game. Um, I'd like to say that it is weird that you would go to the lengths of giving the guy pliers and having him sneak into the practice in camouflage and call him an agent and then be like, don't see what the big deal is. Like, you just just continue the con for one more level. Just say no when they ask you if you did it. Because if you made him sneak in, you know that there was something wrong with it. Otherwise, you would have had him walk in the front door. I don't know that he actually got in because they, they didn't arrest him. They let him go because he didn't actually cut a fence. Like, I don't think he got through. I think Well, he that's just, probably because he brought pliers and right. said a wire cutter. He was super suspicious looking. And they're like, what are you doing? And he's like, oh, man, the Leeds manager sent me here. <laughs> just found he just practice. sold him out right just, away. I, they didn't even have to torture him at all. He just was like, ah, oh, I'm here because the other team sent me. Yeah. But I also would like to go on the record of, I don't see the big deal either. Everybody does it. Everybody watches Mm. people do practice, and it's really not that big of a deal. And Mm. you know what? Maybe now that he got caught, he'll never, ever do it again, and people should stop bringing it up. Interesting. Was he videotaping it? Doesn't matter. It's Look, it's stuff that's available. You could watch it anywhere you wanted to. Everybody had access to the same stuff. It was basically just watching, like, game film and stuff. Yeah. You know, it's the same. So I don't think it's a big deal. I agree with Marcelo Bielsa. Bielsa. (laughs) One of the – my favorite part of the story is that Leeds won. And after they won, one of the players like ran up to the uh, the stands and like put his eyes up to his face like he was looking through <laughs> binoculars. <laughs> it's like what you che- you cheated. I just love the lack, complete lack of commitment to the bit. As yeah. soon as they're like, "What are you here for?" Oh, this guy sent me. And they go ask him. He's like, "Yep, I did that." Like, guys, come on, <laughs> stick to the script. All right, uh, we have a lot more news coming up in a second, plus a Bachelor at Update doodly-doo. But today's podcast is also brought to you by Quip. So, Ashley, how are we going to tell the people about Quip? I just feel like this one should always be like I'm working out in a, in a soul cycle. But <laughs> it was so good. It really was. Sometimes, like, when I'm just making dinner or something, I'll be like, Quip, 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 quip. I started doing, ain't nobody f***ing with my Quip. quip. <laughs> Um, how about you do this one as if you're talking in your sleep, but you're like getting really angry about something. When I talk in my sleep, I do, I use nonsense words. Well, I've heard it's very scary. That can but be I'm like, People are like, what the f*** is this? People. How many people. people. I sleep with many people. Okay. Let's like, not, I've never heard this. Don't slut shame me. Don't slut shame me. <laughs> okay. An angry sleep talker. <laughs> Um, the new the new year means new resolutions, and you we've got one you're working on twice every day. <laughs> it's your oral health, and with a Quip electric toothbrush, sticking to good habits is simple. The, 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 the guiding features, the guiding features, are like a built-in support system for better brushing. Do you know, up to 90% of us don't brush for a full two minutes or don't clean evenly. Quippa's sensitive sonic vibrations for an effective clean that's gentle on your sensitive gums. Why are your gums so sensitive? <laughs> you stop being so sensitive. Most people brush too hard. And some electric toothbrushes are too abrasive. 
<laughs> what? What's happening? Uh, Quip is a built-in two-minute timer. Plus, it pulses every 30 seconds to remind you when to switch sides. <laughs> and I'll be clean your own mouth evenly. I feel like I'm revealing a lot about myself. This is how my, this is my dad. My dad gets in full business conversations. When we used to travel, I know we're in the middle of an ad read. But when, we used to, <laughs> when we used to travel for uh, my brother's hockey tournaments, we would get one hotel room, which I look back on now. I'm like, how did you survive? So my parents in one bed, me and my brother in another. And my, you, nobody slept because my dad would, in the middle of the night, have full business conversations in his sleep. So this, just to get back into it, this is my father mm. while he's sleeping. <laughs> Quib is one of the first electric toothbrushes accepted by the American Dental Association. They're backed by over 25,000 dental professionals, and they have thousands of verified five-star reviews. I don't think I'm angry enough. You told me to be angry. Okay. okay well, I'll be sorry, angry. angry. Okay. Why do you love Quip? You can't talk to a sleep doctor. Oh, you sure can. You can oh, do that with Steve. Oh, my gosh. Yes. You have clips of Steve. Okay. I'm in an ad read. Sorry. <laughs> That's why I love Quip and why over one million happy, healthy mouths do too. They told me the mouths told me Quip starts at just $25. And if you go to getquip.com slash Nolan right now, you can get your first refill pack for free. I'm not that angry when I sleep. <laughs> That's your first refill pack for you. Go to G-E-T-Q-U-I-P.com slash Nolan. That's a hard one, Ashley. Sorry. It's hard. <laughs> I'll make I'll make it up on the third one. Does uh oh God. <laughs> does Steve get mad in his sleep talking? He does full sentences. He talks a lot in a his lot. sleep. A lot. Yeah. I, at one point sense. I'm gonna make I don't know, like a coffee table book or like a Twitter handle <laughs> of all the stuff he says. Steve sleeps. It's incredible. He's so funny. In his sleep, he's also like viciously mean, and it's it's an incredible combination. I should have listened to that for my inspiration. I just yeah. didn't. That's my bad. That's my. They don't. They're not all going to be great, guys. But G E T Q U I P dot com slash Nolan. You know it is great. What quip? Yeah, it is. <laughs> Jesus, sell out. I actually genuinely love it. Sorry, I'm a homer. Okay, time for more news. That we got three stories in a row here that are all about sports parents. Woo! So let's hit up some sports parents news. Uh. Turns out there is a referee shortage in youth sports because parents are nuts. <laughs> Breaking news. A recent uh, GMA package that they, they put out claimed that 70% of high school refs quit after three years due to abusive parents, which I completely buy. It makes so much sense. Not at all surprising. The National Association of State High School Associations, that doesn't sound right, but <laughs> <laughs> who wrote it? We're not throwing anybody under doesn't the bus. Doesn't sound right. Uh, whatever. It's probably the National Association of State High School officials. Doesn't matter. Um, sent a warning in January to parents saying, quote, your passion is admired and your support of the hometown is needed. Hometown team is needed, but so is your self control. That's not going to work. No. You're not going to, a strongly worded letter is not going to work. It never does. You got to fill a water bottle with water and spray them in the face every time they do it. Just treat them <laughs> like a dog. Just like, no! No more of that. It'll be so absurd. I just give it stop. to the reps. Yeah, yeah. Just, just let them spray. That's what I think. 
Uh, one ref is now trying a new approach in which uh, they offer $100 to people with videos of parents behaving badly during games in the hopes that going viral on a Facebook page called Offside will shame them from this behavior. Wow. Don't love that. I do. Where's that ref getting $100 all the time? Well, not all the It's time. a hefty ransom to pay for a video. But it's for your self-preservation. You yeah, know? but that guy easily could have made that more of like a, a community-driven thing, and people would send him videos for free. Now he's got to spend 100 bucks every time someone sends him a video? Well, maybe it'll, it'll, it'll take off on its own, you know, and he won't have to. No, but he already set the precedent. I, I think, think you launch that idea. Just a little bit of business advice here. You launch that idea, and if no one's sending it, then you put the money on there. But don't. Come out of the gate with a hundred dollar reward for a video. If yeah, it's ref. common, it should be free. Any hoozy. Uh, <laughs> some cities are so short on rest because of this behavior that high school games are being canceled and postponed. That sucks. That's crazy. You're hurting your kids. Well, like, it's not about the kids. I think that's the problem. I know. Which is I, really sad. My dad was nuts, but he was my coach. That's what you guys should do. If you want to be involved and you want to be crazy, just be the coach. But they're all so biased when they're the actual coaches. They're pretty biased when they're the parents. Oh, yeah. That's but that, no, that's what I mean. When the parent, like, the parents are biased. So when oh, the parents become the uh, coach. My dad was the opposite. My dad was like, you suck. I'm benching you. I was like, but you're my dad. He's mm. like, well, get, get good, kid. At what? Softball. Oh. But that's you did good, get though. good. Nobody wants the dad coach who, like, puts his kid in when the kid's not good. Well, here's, oh, yeah. Here's no, the thing. 100%. If the dad coach puts the kid in and the kid deserves it, like, you know, the kid deserves it. Was your dad your coach? No. Felt like maybe. No, he wasn't. Oh. I was, I earned everything I got. Sure, sure. So did I, but I didn't get nothing. <laughs> Cause I earned it. I earned my spot on the bench. <laughs> Real good. Uh, that sucks. Parents yeah. need to chill out. Are you gonna let, uh, Aaron play any sports? Um, well, I thought about letting him play football until I started watching Friday Night Lights. And now. Why would you think about letting him play he, football? Well, because football is, I love watching football. Mm. And so we were like, oh, maybe he can be a kicker or something. And I'm like, no, it's totally off the table. Yeah. Kickers, uh, football's out. Yeah. But once you meet Landry. I've met Landry. Yeah. Oh, he becomes the kicker? Spoiler! Wow. Wow. I forgot. Oh, wow. Well, no, that makes total sense. Yeah. It's great. It's okay. I'm so sorry. It's okay. It's okay. <sighs> we'll talk about it off pod. Damn. <laughs> I'm a bad friend. No, you're, come no, on. No, I'm the worst. I'm, I'm the worst. That's okay. Uh, I have, I have that to look forward to because I just watched The Murder and I'm like, this needs to turn around. Oh, you're on season two. <laughs> I just started it doesn't get two. better. Don't, I would just skip. Honestly, I would just skip it. No, I can't. I know. It is hard to just skip a whole season, but my God, it doesn't get better. It's so laughably bad. Oh, man. It is the best argument for writers in, that has ever existed. Because it was during the writer's strike for anybody who doesn't know. I don't know why we're talking about this right now, but <laughs> right just, it, like, just skip it. It's so, so, so bad. Uh, so when you – I think you're going to be a crazy sport parent, Ash. I don't think so. I'm pretty measured and I'm also pretty competitive as – I am competitive, but that means I have eyes and I'm going to know if my kid's actually good or not. Like I'm not – like when he was born, I'm like, I love you, but I can but say you're that ugly. you're not cute right now. <laughs> what? He was so cute. Not when he was born. He oh, looks yeah. like a tiny like wrinkled sumo wrestler, oh, you know? You're yeah, like, yeah. Eh, you're not cute, but I love so you so much. he got a lot much. of his dad. He got, he got a lot cuter as he got older. I yeah. think he's starting to grow out of it, you know? He's starting as, to. He's, he's adorable he's now. He's not as cute as he was. He's got really long eyelashes. He does. In any case. I like that you're honest, though. Yeah. Because I, I always worry okay when you see it. someone's baby and you're like, oh, that baby's ugly. What do I do? Like, he seems like he has a great personality. Yeah. He <laughs> seems like he's going he's gonna to make those girls laugh. <laughs> and they are going to trust him with their secrets. <laughs> 
he is going to be their best friend. Uh, another crazy parent story, I think. Uh, there's a family in London that's offering $96,000 a year, American dollars. It's something like 70-something pounds. 75,000. Thank you. Uh, to live with them and help turn their two sons into professional soccer players. The reason that they're saying they're doing that, so they're the, this is a married couple, they're in their 40s, and neither of them likes their job. And they want their kids, who are 8 and 10, uh, to be able to do something that they enjoy, and they both dream of being professional footballers. Here's the thing. You're kind of doing the same. So in their thing, they said that they were forced down a something road that they didn't want to go down. Academic They road. were forced to be academic. You're... Your kids are 8 and 10. Everyone at 8 and 10, I wanted to be an astronaut. I'm horribly afraid of heights. I didn't think the two had anything to do with each other. Uh, The highest you can go is space. It wasn't logical (laughs) for me to want to be an astronaut. And if my parents had been like, well, she's 8, says she wants to be an astronaut, we're going to hire a full-time astronaut for $100,000 a year to turn her into an astronaut. You're forcing me down a path. I I think your point is valid. I think this is okay if... They, if the kids ever say like, no, I don't want to do this anymore. If they stop, you know, it's like if you, if your kid shows That's an investment, $96,000 a year, if your kid says, no, you're going to just be like, okay, we wasted 96. You're no, you're going to be like, we put in the, you said you wanted this. I don't know. You I thought said you wanted I thought this. their advert was really well written and seemed like it was coming from a place of love. It's like if a kid shows promise with like. Playing the guitar. Did the kids show promise or do they just say they no, wanted to they be soccer said, well, players? Well, it's hard to tell because the parents said they're easily the best on their teams. Yeah. So it's like, now, well, we, we don't know, we don't know if we can trust that judge. Right. To be fair though, like if they were 10 in England and they were good, they would have been recruited by it. Right. Academy. They'd be at a, an, at a academy. They have what, like five years until they could get technically like start playing? What is it, like 15 when you can Yeah, start? but you go to, I think you can go to the academy. And they have kids who but are But maybe they don't like want to send them, send them to an academy. Maybe. Why not? That's how it works. That's how it works in England. Well, they they want to you still want to be with your kids people don't talk about that enough about yeah. like we talk about the way we the athletes go like one and done in college and stuff and they don't get enough of an education like english soccer is yeah it's crazy yeah they're six and start going to football academies anyway crazy uh I don't like that at all uh the job does entail this is what's fascinating to me child care duties well yeah so they need you to take care of their kid and teach them how to play soccer it's like mr nanny but Football players. Who has those skills that intersect and the time to do that? Well, I mean, if I could take care of a kid and teach it how to play soccer. They should give it to Maradona. Oh, no. They <laughs> that, that would be the worst. I know. That's why it was a joke. <laughs> you just imagine terrified. Diego shows up at your house and is like, I'm ready. Yeah, no, 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 no. Thank you. No, no, thank you. We're thank good. You. We're thank set. You. Thank you, no, Mr. Thank Maradona. You. No, thank you. Uh, yeah. So the job enti- entails child care duties, but also includes three two-hour after-school sessions of soccer practice, as well as an intensive three-week soccer camp in the summer. That's not that bad. No, sure. Uh, It's weird. I think it's weird. But I also think, Ashley, you might want to apply. Yeah, I think so. Because you're great at taking care of kids, Mm -hmm. and you were a D1 athlete. I was. You hated it, but you were a D1 athlete. Yeah, I did not like it. But I can coach a lot better than I can play, so there's that. Those who can't do... Coach. That's right. That's what my grandpa always said. That one actually probably is true. He probably did Usually we use that joke, but that works there. Uh, And our last sports parents story. Sports parents! (laughs) a new drop. Sports parents! Sports dad! Uh, Justin Verlander had name commitment issues. 
with uh, leaving us on voicemail. <laughs> I hate those. <laughs> uh, with naming his daughter Genevieve. Kate Upton and Justin Verlander had a baby 10 weeks ago. Congrats to them. And they named her Genevieve, uh, which, <laughs> no, never mind. <laughs> it always just makes me think of a mouth disease. It Gen- sounds like gingivitis. Genevieve. Genevieve. I don't like it. Okay. Guinevere. Yeah. I like Guinevere better. Me too. Uh, they went back and forth on it forever, and they were still going while they were in the hospital. Uh, Genevieve was always Kate's first pick at the name, but she ultimately left the decision up to him, even though it took him forever to buy into it. Uh, first question. Actually, let me tell my dumb story first, and then we'll talk about real life stuff. I was reading. I went down a Reddit wormhole the other day, which I do quite often. Mm-hmm. But I was reading this story about this woman, this woman, the title of it was, I'm thinking about divorcing my husband over the name of our baby. And I read that and was like, it was like, am I overreacting? And I read it and thought, yes, obviously, obviously, but then clicked on it and read her description of what happened. And my opinion changed completely. She was in a fight with her husband because he wanted to name the baby after his ex-girlfriend. Oh, hell no. Who he was still up. And so she had said up until recently, she thought he still had feelings for her. And it was a problem at the beginning of their relationship. But the problems are over now because she moved away. <gasps> um, and he wanted to name the baby after her. And the woman was like, absolutely not. And he was like, you're overreacting. I'm not moving on this. Like, why won't you? I want to be reminded of her. Like, why won't you let me name the baby that? Uh, Yeah, divorce him. That's and easy. so at first, you know, when you do these Reddit things, you're like, okay, you're making this up. And in the comments where a ton of people were like, hi, I found out I was named after my dad's <gasps> high school sweetheart and it has been awkward ever since. Or like, hi, I'm named after a woman that my dad was cheating on my mom with. We oh didn't know, God. we didn't know at the time. And then he left her for this woman. And now I'm a con, like when I say my own name, it still makes me sick. There were tons of people. Who were bringing up that they were named after someone that their dad used to date. And that was fascinating to me. Question. Did any men say that they were named no, after somebody? That I didn't. I, I dug all the way through to... the thread and maybe there are mm-hmm. men who were named after mom's ex fling. Mm-hmm. I have a number of problems with them, with that thing being a thing. <laughs> number one being, why would you want your kid to be named after someone you've been inside of? Ew. That's just next level weird for me. I don't. And for the kids, there were a lot of kids that were like, it has f***ed me up. One person was like, I legally changed my name the second I found out. Because I don't want to be, my poor mother has to be reminded of the woman that my dad left us for. Just weird man. uh, Isn't that weird? That's terrible. People people suck. I know, but Reddit is just takes all my time because I go, I'm fascinated by all of it. So gross. So Verlander just couldn't like decide. I guess did he have a maybe he never banged a girl named Genevieve before, so it was like, how am I supposed to, <laughs> how am I supposed to know if I liked I her? Know if I bring this up, oh, yeah, what a beautiful uh, name. She had. Oh wait, you know what? There was a story about a man who found out. So this is an interesting one. They were at a him and his him and his wife named their baby something that he had never heard that name before, and the woman oh, yeah. was like, I, "It's beautiful. I had heard this name, whatever." Uh, like three years later, they were at a supermarket and ran into her high school friend. And her high school friend was like, they had said, like, we had a baby. And the woman was like, what's the baby's name? And the mother of the baby hesitated. And the dad jumped in and was like, his name is this. And they don't ever say the name because it's very unique and they don't want anyone to know who they are. Mm-hmm. So the says the, the baby's name is this. And the woman starts laughing and goes, like your high school boyfriend? <gasps> 
That's so awkward. And the baby was like, wasn't he like five or six at that point? I, th- or I'd s- I thought he was like three. He was yeah. he was older, and they he it had never come up. Oh, and then she like awkward. flipped out on him, and he was like, "Do you still love him?" And he, and she was like, "I'll always love him, but it's different than the way I love you." And he's like, "Not the right answer." Oh, no, <laughs> super super weird. So yes, sorry to men. Yes, it, I, it did sorry happen the other way around. But anyway, back to Justin Verlander. That has nothing to do with this. It's <laughs> yeah. just an interesting story that fascinated. Me. It's hard. It's such a big commitment. So did you guys? How did you guys pick Aaron? Um, <laughs> That's just weird. Austin. How did you guys pick Austin? We went through a bunch of names. We found out it was going to be a boy because I'm not good at waiting. Um, I don't know how people do that. that, Waiting to find out? I have no idea. No. I have no idea. Scary. And so we just like – we would look at giant lists and be like, here's like 10 I like and here's 10 I like. And we'd go through and be like, no, 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 no. I don't mind that one. No, no, no. I don't mind that one. And then like saw which ones kind of overlapped. But a big piece of it was like we want – to meet him and see if it feels right. Yeah. But we came up with like... You could have named him Sumo. We could have. Yeah. Wrinkly Sumo. Wrinkly Sumo. We we came up with like... we. I knew I wanted at least the middle name to be... Have some like meaning within our family. So the first name was just names we liked. And then the middle name that paired with it, we came up with like three pairings. Because you wanted to sound nice together. Yeah. 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 So his name is Austin Matthew... But we were also torn between great hockey player. I, yeah. Well, that we honestly we talked about should we not do it because of no. Austin Matthews, and we were like, no, it doesn't matter. Like no, no. one's gonna know. His no one's gonna name. care. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't matter. But we had two other ones that we were like, we told our families these are the three we're considering because they were like, what's his name gonna be? And we're like, we don't know yet. We're considering these three. We'll decide when he's born. And then he was born, and we and were like, like, Aaron. This is this, this is an is, Aaron. This is this a Aaron. A Aaron Fosho. Hey, Aaron Matthews. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Yeah, it's beautiful. I think that's the only way to do it. You blindly, like, I will pick 10 I like, you pick 10 you like, and then we'll compare the lists and see what overlaps. Yeah, there was a lot of, like, none overlapping. You had to do it for a while. Yeah, I was going to say, you're also the least decisive person I've ever met. Well, because that's a huge thing. It is, totally. There's not really a bigger, like, more lasting decision it's that so you funny can that make. There are people in the world having that a child. think less about that and think that they want to name it after. Like, the way you think about it and the way that everybody on Reddit thought about it are so at odds with each other. They're like, yeah, let's name it after that girl. Well, because well, you hear people <laughs> who say, like, they... Their names can really shape you if it's yeah. hard to spell or hard to pronounce yeah. or like it's like, oh, this is so annoying or whatever. That's enough about names. Okay. You're done? I'm done. You don't want to say any more? I'm done. All right. Obviously, uh, our next story, we have to talk about that huge article from BuzzFeed. Oh, my gosh. The mm-hmm. one that everybody's talking about. It was a real game changer. Uh, earth shattering. Huge. Yeah. Revealed to the world that MTV Cribs was fake. <laughs> oh, disgusting. I can't even. Disgusting. Wrap it's my disgusting. head around it. I mean, such a disappointment. So disappointing. Uh, I so can't believe BuzzFeed broke that story. I know it's huge. BuzzFeed. Who who would have thought BuzzFeed would have been what takes down MTV Cribs? Yeah, you know. No. In the end, what a what a turn of fate. Uh, the article says that almost every house in Cribs was either rented or items in the home were rented. Remember, Fifty Cent had all those cars. Yeah, rented. Yeah. That. How- Rapper Jaw Rules episode was a four-day rental, and he threw a party in the house and ended up getting sued by the homeowners. Oh, my gosh. Because I think it was his birthday. Uh, Robbie Williams, the British singer, he used a fake house and rented fake butlers for his episode. Oh, my gosh. What the hell is the point of the show? At least rent real butlers, you know? 
Uh, yeah. Jojo. Remember Jojo? She admitted that she didn't have a home during her episode. She was traveling around so much, but she used her uncle's house in Cape Cod. What? Like, why? And my favorite, uh, producers originally asked Redman to rent a nicer house. They got to his actual house and they were like, can we get a nicer one? Cause they wanted to open up double doors and yeah. have the big reveal. And he was like, nah. <laughs> I feel like the Ying Yang twins had a crazy episode too. I don't, I don't remember, remember that. Uh, I don't, I don't know. I vaguely remember, but you know what this reminded me of? Pimp My Ride was also bullshit. What do you mean? Do you remember Pimp My Ride? Yeah, they didn't pimp the rides? On um, exhibit. Fly. Yes! You gotta hit us up to get a pimped out prize. Oh yeah, or whatever it says. Probably that. Maybe. Damn, Damn right. On <laughs> <laughs> exhibit. Yeah, hey, what's up? It's X to the Z. Yeah, that was a really good impression, Jay. No, I wasn't doing an impression. Uh, I was just saying the line. So, the first part that was fake, you know how they would show up at the door? Yes. And it was like, surprise, it's exhibit. I mean, young Katie noticed that there was usually a camera inside of the house. Yeah, it's not a surprise. They rented those houses and put the people in them. They weren't their real houses. So it seems like MTV has a real issue with people's homes. They just want everyone to live in places they don't live in. Jeez. It's also fascinating that back then in TV, you just had the money to do that. I feel like nowadays, they'd be like, just stay at your house. We'll come to you. They were just spending money on renting a home. Oh, you think MTV... I guess, yeah, that makes sense. I bet it was for, like, to get people to locations. Like, if the, if we did them all in this one neighborhood, we could do them in five days. Yeah, that's true. Well, that's that's a, the way a producer But it was true. really a surprise. They were told that they would either get, they would either open the door and it would be, like, a $100 gift card to Pet Boys or it would be Exhibit. So the surprise they had when they saw Exhibit was real. Oh, smart. But the surprise when they would reveal their cars, they made them do multiple takes of that. Like, mm. there were people who just naturally react, like, oh, wow, cool. And they'd be like, cut! <laughs> Give us another <laughs> so one! So that's a fishbowl in your dashboard, yeah. so we're going to need a little bit I more. I heard you like fish, <laughs> so we put another aquarium in your car uh so there was like one guy who was memed like everybody made fun of him and it turns out that's because they made him react like that to the car like he jumped up and down he wasn't really actually that excited uh a guy who was on the show did an ama a little while ago and he claimed that they actually take out a lot of the stuff that they show you on tv so like once they give you the car and then it's time to leave they take out a bunch of the stuff and they're like bye why because you can't have it. You so can't like have one in your of dashboard? them had a, a pop up champagne thing and a drive in theater and they took both of those out because A, they don't want to condone drinking and driving and B, it wasn't street safe to have a theater in your car. I can't imagine why. I know, right? Um also we heard you like movies. <laughs> <laughs> mine would have been like, We heard you like garbage. <laughs> your car was full of trash, so we gave you more trash. Uh also, a lot of these cars were garbage cars, like they didn't work as vehicles, but instead of fixing the actual car, they just put all that dumb shit in it, and so most of them couldn't drive them off of the lot, like they just broke down on their way out. Uh, one guy said, hold on, where is it? This is really funny. They added a lot of extra weight, but didn't adjust the suspension to compensate, so it felt like I was in a boat, and every time I hit a bump, the car would bottom out, and the tires would scrape inside the <laughs> wheel well. Oh my gosh. Uh, according to this guy, the car would only run for about a month. Uh, then he had to save up his own money and replace the engine completely. <laughs> Jeez, MTV. And another thing, you would have thought that they had the cars for a couple days. That's how they always made it sound. They actually had them for like six to seven months. So people were without their cars for half of a year. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So everything, basically everything we loved is fake, <sighs> is the thesis statement of that. Being an adult is hard. BuzzFeed, man, they're really just <laughs> really ruining everything, you know? It's tough. And then our last story, the big one. 
uh, a woman was banned from Walmart after riding around the parking lot in an electric cart drinking wine out of a Pringles can. <laughs> and now it's a thing people are doing on the internet. I mean, now it's always been a thing people are doing on the internet. If you haven't drank wine out of a sour cream and onion Pringles Ooh, can. Those are so good. What are you doing with your life? Yeah, sour cream wine. You're is... going to want to go with a white wine. with this. I was going to say, was it white or red? red? Do we know? <laughs> yeah. I think it depends nice on the flavor Chablis of Pringles. Well yeah. the... If you get those pizza Pringles, you're going red. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because of the like sauce and the mm. – yeah. Um, a nice, beautiful combination. <laughs> what I love – obviously, this was in Texas. It was either Texas or Florida. <laughs> so Arizona was in the running as well, but whatever. Uh, she didn't get arrested. I love that. Let her go free. Yeah. She just was banned from Walmart, mm. which out there I think is worse than being arrested. Yeah. I think you'd rather be arrested. If you can't go to Walmart, what you are you no doing? no social life anymore. Yeah, right? Like where are you going to hang out with your friends? So where she, are you going to find your your slogan t-shirts? Um, is she not even allowed to go to the parking lot again? Well, I think that's probably – yeah, that's probably where this that's happened. so harsh. Yeah. So that's tough. Man. Uh, people are, but it's being called the Texas Wine Service, and people are trying <laughs> it online. That's our new thing. See something on the internet? Try it at your house. Why are we like this? <laughs> Why are we like? It's I heard you like wine. <laughs> <laughs> I heard you like wine and Pringles. Uh, one note is to empty out the chips, but don't wash the can because it will smell like Pringles regardless. <laughs> All right. Wow. One bar even held an event this week where they served Franzia. I love whoever wrote boxed wine in parentheses. Like, like I didn't know didn't what Franzia know. is. Uh, in mini Pringles cans. Sounds just delicious. I don't think – was she drinking out of a full-size Pringles can? I hope so. Probably. That is big. It would be hard to get the leverage that wouldn't get you to – you know, when you tip something, you pour that all over your face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would say you want to always go with the mini Pringles cans. Well, I mean if you have a whole bottle, you're going to need a bigger one. Yeah. Yeah, that's know? true. But at some point, it's going to start leaking through. Is it not? No, they're oh, they're they aluminum. Got that, like yeah, aluminum bottom. Oh, I always thought they were like I, fake, like an aluminum coating on cardboard. I think the outside, at least of the to-go ones, is cardboard. Interesting. Well, I'll we're gonna, you know what? We're going to have to investigate. I'll look and into then it. Let the people know during the snowstorm. We do have a snowstorm this weekend. Make sure you stock up on Pringles and boxed wine, Some guys. Pr- those are all of our sports stories. That's a lot of sports. That's, well, technically, all sports. The electric cart. Is not a sport. Auto Are you racing. kidding? Me? Auto racing. Auto racing. Yeah. Rich, it's rich people's favorite sport. <laughs> it's Texas, the Texas Wine Service Athletics. <laughs> that means it's time for us to go to Ashley Brayband with your Bachelorette update. Doodle doo. Hi, I'm Ashley Brayband here with your Bachelor Hi. update. Because it's a, the Bachelor and not the Bachelor. Oh, did I say Bachelorette? You did. It's okay. What? It's, it's all right. I blacked out. It's fine. What Don't happened? worry about it, guys. This was a huge episode for our. Picks. May I remind the people of the picks? Please do. So Katie has Kaylin, Demi, Katie, and Bree. Ashley has Hannah G, Cassie, Caitlin, and Annie. And Jay has Alex B, Hannah B, Heather, and Catherine. Go ahead. Okay. So the biggest takeaway from this episode was that the cameo guests were amazing. I didn't watch as usual, so I need this update to be real. So I, I am telling you. Okay. It is real. So okay. the first group date... Um, was like a storytelling date. Okay. And they were supposed to tell a story about a first that was meaningful to them. It could be a first oh, anything. Okay. So everything's going to be virgin themed this it, season. Well, it kind of seems that way. Yeah. So they brought in Nick Offerman and Megan Mullally, Mullally. to yeah. like be the co-hosts of it. And they were hysterical, which was They're great. They were very funny. Um, the big takeaways from this group date was there's, it established like another Tracy versus Demi, uh, combative drama. Okay. Um, there was a lot of like old Tracy people. is the one who showed up in the cop car? Yes. With the, the big, she's fine. 
but she's a fashion designer. <laughs> the big she has a prominent fashion. feature. Yes. She's a big she's yeah, a, big, there was she's a, a prominent fashion. There was a lot of talk about thirty one year olds being cougars. Like they're called they're they're all in the same room and they're it's called the cougar dad. Everything in context. Those girls are all twenty two. I know, but I'm happy to be a cougar. Not that old. <laughs> um so <laughs> Demi Demi caused a little caused a little bit of a ruffle when she like used her story to like drop the mic and go give Colton a kiss. What? Yeah, so she was still saying drop the mic. You sure? Well, she like legitimately dropped the mic. Okay, all right, yeah. Um, and so then she caused a kerfuffle later when she like came back from her one on one at the little cocktail thing and picked up the group rose and was like, "This is mine." And they're like, "You touched the rose." What is this Beauty and the Beast? It was like it was it was. You can touch the rose. A little much. I will say. So I saw her trending on Twitter. Is she the bad guy? She's definitely the villain. Yeah. Is she that bad? Not really. Like later in the cocktail party before the rose ceremony, she came out in a robe, but still had her dress on and like took Colton, Love that. Took Love Colton that. up to her fantasy closet and What's gave that? him a massage. Ew. I. What? Yeah. It was the whole thing was a little bit weird. A fantasy You don't get massages in fantasy closets? I don't. <laughs> not. It's not my birthday yet. <laughs> Sorry. Soon. Next, yeah. Soon. I'm looking forward to it. So like people saw her go up the steps in a robe with Colton and they're like, what's going on? Oh my God. Yeah, it was weird. So that again, rub people the Does wrong way. Does robe equal sex in people's brains? Well, no one knew she saw her dress on. Robe so is like the was, universal you know. sign of me, for me of like, not tonight, babe. <laughs> <laughs> I got my robe and my slippies on. Um, one thing for Demi that you should know. Okay. When she like, Tracy was all whining because Demi interrupted her and she was trying to open up. Like she went to talk to Tracy. She was like, so I heard you're upset with me. And Tracy started doing the bachelor thing where she just was like, I'm trying to be authentic and I feel like you're disrespecting me. Demi's response was, you're one of the most amazing women I've ever met. You feel, I feel like you got to just keep doing you. You're a really good storyteller. He's going to see that soon. Like, it was very uplifting, and we've seen this a couple times from Demi. Like she was the one who. That's why I picked her when Sloth Lady. She took said, her "I hope she off. takes her head off, and she's just like a smoke show." Yeah, yeah. She's like, I, you know, I support women. I raise women up, and it was like that was that was kind of nice. I mean, so how is she the villain if she's like, "I love you, I think you're great," just because she's always the one that's like, "I'm going to steal you first. She's, she's playing like, the game. She's playing the game. She's and not she a wants, villain. She's playing the game. She wants other people to play the game, but other people don't want to be that aggressive. I will say I've made this mistake before. I remember one episode into Chad's season mm. on The Bachelor. I was like, look, this guy's doing what he wants. He's eating cold cuts. He's being, he's like being frank. He's telling everybody, don't be weird. Like, just play the game. And then he turned out to be a psychopath. So I may eat these words like a pile of cold cuts in Chad's mouth, but I will say that, uh, that it, 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 she seems like she's nice. She might be super vindictive and might just be lying to their faces, but she sounds like she's just there to try to get the guy. She's trying to get the guy. Yeah. She's trying to get the guy. She's not going to help the girls get the guy, but behind closed doors, she's not going to bash them. She's going to tell them that they're beautiful and lift them up. Yeah. And she's going to beat them. Well, I don't know if she's going to beat them. You know, who's not going to beat them? Hannah. B, who got the first one-on-one, who's one of Jay's contestants. Okay. Uh, they went out to... Remind me her deal? She was the loser of the the two pageant ladies. Okay. So you had Kaylin, yep. who like won, and they yep. were roommates. Okay. And it they talked some smack on each other in this episode that's like setting up drama between the two of them going forward. Like Colton doesn't know she's not a good person, like that kind of thing. Okay. They're definitely going to do that. Oh, good. But also, Hannah B was struggling to put words together. They she like, was nervous. She, yeah, they rode horses out to the desert and Colton's like, let's make a toast. Sounds I'll lame. go first to like being open and honest. Cheers. Your turn. And she goes, uh, 
that's what I was going to say. You should have let me go first. Um, how do you start a toast? And he's like, holy shit, cheers to or here's to. And she's like, here's to. Uh, and she was smiling so big the whole time. I'm oh, like, like this a pageant so un- smile. Yeah, it was mm, very uncomfortable. Mm. Finally, she's like, here's to, it's, it's my birthday today. And, uh, and you're like, oh God, this oh, is painful. No. Even Colton was like, I thought this was going to be easy. And like, I can't talk to her. She like couldn't say anything. Oh no. So did she get. No, you knew he wasn't going to. I was like, I bet she opens up over dinner and she opened up over dinner. She's doing air quotes. Yeah. I think, I think my voice gave that away. (laughs) It was, she is not long for this world. She's going to, wow, she's going to die. She's going to die a bachelor. I just, I have to disagree. Oh, Oh, Jay. Go ahead, Jay. I think that the Kaylin Hannah B situation is such good producer stuff that they're not going to let that go. And also I feel like. This is the like setting her up to fail when she's going to come back and succeed story. Not a chance. They they'll they'll keep her around for the drama with Kaylin, but like that that girl cannot Talk. hold a conversation. Hey, mm. worse or better than the Miss South Miss Teen South Carolina, whoever it was that was like that, and the so, and the reading and the I feel like Miss Teen South Carolina States. was like. Uh, on a big stage in the spotlight. Like, I mean, get, hello, that's what this is. Bachelor. But it was extended over an entire, and you're like, oh, you can't even edit this to make this look. Oh, yeah. It was just, right. I'm not, I'm not a fan of hers. Okay, cool. Um, so up, to, so we didn't see a ton of Kaylin to go through your candidates. Kaylin, Demi, Katie, and Brie. Right. So we talked about Demi. Demi. We didn't see a ton of Katie. Brie has just abandoned the Australian accent. Good. She is, but I, we didn't, she didn't get a ton of screen time, so I don't Did think. Did she ever, so they never like mentioned it no, again? No, they never brought it up again. Weird. But I do think, so much. I do think that Kaylin and Hannah B. Drama will propel us forward a little bit. Okay. Um, we've lost two contestants. Annie on our is list. out. Annie, one of my candidates is out. Which she kind of, was who? She was the one who took the flyer on. She was like a financial assistant or something. And in her exit interview, she was, she was pretty well spoken. She was like, my biggest fear like came to pass. I was worried he wouldn't get to know me and I wouldn't get to know him. And that's what happened. But who, what like, was oh, she? Who was her deal? She was just a blonde I thought I saw in the this season on. <laughs> oh, wow. And the truth comes out. <laughs> I said that. I okay. So, that. so Annie's out. She out and Alex B is out. Alex B was the dog rescuer. Oh, you hate to see that. Yeah, you hate which to is really see too bad. It. But this freezer up to rescue more pups, and so I'm yeah, okay for that's that. That's right. That's right. The pups too. need her more than he needs. They really her. do. They really do. So you're all. You're everybody's down to three except. Oh no, I still have all four. You still have four. Oh, yeah. Good job. Would you look at that? Um, Would I, you just look at it? <laughs> so the whole Catherine villain storyline from last episode's out. Uh, Heather Catherine villain. Oh, Catherine that's right. I totally a, forgot about yeah. Catherine. She wasn't. She was not present. How's her in this dog episode? doing? Yeah, I think she's like. We didn't address it. I think Alex B should rescue the dog from Yeah, Alex B should rescue the dog from Catherine. Rescue Catherine's (laughs) dog first and Um, foremost. On the other group date, they they went to camp and Billy Eichner was there, which was amazing. He was so great. I loved everything about him. I know we're running out of time, so I'm going to wrap this up real quick. Heather came out and said Running out of time as if this podcast isn't always three hours long. Well, not that many people care about The Bachelor. That's true. That's fair. Okay. Heather came out and said she'd never been kissed. He really liked that. So I think that's like hopeful for Heather. How does he really like that? Because he's like, that means you, you know, you value yourself and you're not going to settle. Like She's like, no, I just never kissed. (laughs) She did say she's never done anything. Oh, okay. She's clear about that. Uh, he just likes it because guys don't want to be the one who's inexperienced. They just want someone yeah. else who's also like, gee whiz, I also don't know what's happening. Yeah. Because if he's terrible at it, he doesn't want someone who would She's know. She's not going to know. Right. Yeah. Cassie, yeah. one of my ladies, was great in talking to other people, but we didn't get a lot of her interacting with Colton, so I don't know. I will say uh, Hannah G, 
I am feeling great about. And she is who now? She's the one who got the first impression rose. Ah, uh, yes. They had some one really who looks just like Kaylin and also Al- Hannah B. No, that's Caitlin. Okay, Caitlin's just, the one who looks sure. like Caitlin. Got she it. didn't really do anything. I I feel very confident about Hannah G. They just have a very good chemistry. They talk. He talks to her like he's a normal, which is nice. First impression rose usually wins. So, yes. It's, well, I think when women give it. It's usually the winner. It's oh, really? not as high of a success percentage as the, when the men do. Oh. I think. We're just so busy naming our kids after our ex-girlfriends. It's just we, right. a lot to think <laughs> yeah. about. It's like you can't even remember who's the first yeah. person. Oh, but my ex-girlfriend was, was named Demi, oh, so I definitely want to keep her yeah, around. Because <laughs> I'm used to saying that name. Right. Yeah, and I can't mess that, that up. Way. Is that it? Is, and that yeah. is your Bachelor update. Doodle-doo-doo. It's a long one. It'll get shorter when we have fewer candidates. Yeah, we don't usually do them at the beginning of the season, so there's a lot to go through. We've all got a vested interest. Yeah, Billy, I can't Some of us have, win. you know, four vested interests, others only three. Wow. So, anywho, uh, I think we have time for one more voicemail. We say that every week. What if Jay was like, no, we don't? <laughs> Some weeks it's a no. But before we do that, this podcast is also brought to you by Southern Comfort, and you had earlier said you were going to make up for it. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to ask, because last time I sang this one, yeah. I feel... So the the feedback was overwhelmingly positive when you had to do a musical ad read. Which so, was Imagine Dragons. It was. Just imagine. imagine. Just imagine. Just close your eyes and imagine them dragons. dragons. So I think we should make that a continuous part of our oh. podcast. And this week, I would like you to tell us about Southern Comfort to the tune of Baby One More Time. My God. Just tell us about Southern Comfort one more time. <sighs> Baby, baby, oh, baby, baby, anyone that's been to New Orleans, probably, has pretty good New Orleans story. Well, turns out Southern Comfort has a pretty good NOLA story, too. Southern Comfort was born in New Orleans, born and raised in the most unique city. On the planet where there's a party on every street because food on every corner and music dancing through the air. Southern Comfort is shaped by soulful vibes, soulful vibes, and warm Nola nights on made from their legendary founders, 1874 plan. For a smooth drinking, bold tasting whiskey for a flavor. It's big and easy as a city itself, you know. Every taste is driven with soul and blended with more than 140 years of the Easy drinking mixed with anything spirit that is New Orleans. Tell me, baby, so go ahead and take a big Easy sip and start a new story. Southern comfort, Southern comfort, the spirit of of New Orleans, New Orleans. When I'm not with you, I lose my mind. Give me a shot of Southern comfort one more time. Oh my god! Oh god! Just... Oh my god! I'm sweating. I. I'm not even laughing I'm because sweating. that was so good. Actually, good. It wasn't I'm even sweating. funny. There's sweat. There's sweat. 
I can't. But what the problem is, <laughs> we put that on iTunes and like release what it as a single. What the charge. problem is is I should write them out so that I remember to not just sing that they're not timed well enough. Oh, I rushed through the read. That, that's your note. That's Katie. my note. You didn't time it well. I didn't. You just did an incredible Britney Spears. You're one of the most amazing women I've ever met. Oh, thank you. You're an amazing storyteller, and he's gonna know. Thank you just you. gotta get back just, down there. Just get keep, back. I'm just gonna keep just doing. Just keep me. trying. Wow. Jay, can we get a voicemail? You may. Thank you. Hi, Katie, Ashley, and Jay. It's Aaron calling from New Hampshire. Hi, Aaron. And I'm calling because I've seen some news on Instagram. Scrolling through my feed, I see that Chris Pratt and a brunette woman with an engagement ring. For a hot second, I thought this was a joke that you posted since the (laughs) caption starts out with, Sweet Catherine. Little did I know, apparently Chris is dating a Catherine and he proposed to her. He sure did. So I'm here to offer my condolences since he just got his dad bod back and everything. (laughs) Anywho, I almost commented on it saying, great work with the Photoshop, Katie, before I realized that Chris posted this and not you. Have you ever had a time when you narrowly escaped doing something absolutely ridiculous? Love you. Mean it. I'll get to your question in a second, but thank you for bringing this up because I thought about it. I almost sent this tweet. I ended up deleting it because I'm like, people aren't going to get it, but the people who do would have been worth it. Why'd you even have to bring the dad bod back at all? Why'd you do it then? What the fuck are we here for? Maybe Catherine brought it back. (laughs) Why did you go, hey, everybody, check out that dad bod and get us all worked up, hot and bothered, just to then be like, by the way, I'm engaged. Second thought, I think Chris Pratt might be a little weird. What? That caption on that post... Like my sweet Catherine, it was just like I think he might be a little, a little weird. I'm not here to judge on how long it's been since a divorce and getting back in a relationship. I've never been engaged. I've never been married. I don't know how that works. I've never been super famous. I'm sure there's more to the story, and it's his life. And don't ever judge somebody for the decisions that they make. That being said, my sweet Catherine, it, I, I just. Those right. are my thoughts. All right. Have you um, ever narrowly escaped doing something? There have been multiple times where I've I've accidentally done this, but I have also escaped the replying to the person, sending a text to a person that is the text is about. Mm. When you mean to send to your friend, like, God, I can't stand this person. And then you're like, whoa, I almost sent that to that oh, person. Yeah. Uh, I've definitely, definitely done that. You yeah. know when you do the, the iMessage and you hold down the button and it won't send because you're it like – Stops it from sending because it thinks that you want to do it one, of those, do one of those weird ones. like yeah. make it explode. And you're just like, Thank God for that <laughs> yeah, invention I've, because there's so many texts I have that I've that. almost gone through. I've at work sometimes when I'm like not sure how to spell somebody's name, I'll type their name into the two line to like make sure I get the spelling right. And there was a time that like I was like writing a complaint about someone and I almost didn't delete their name from the two line after I put it there to like see what it was spelled. It's A-Y. It's not that hard. Yeah. There's two F's in Wolf, which (laughs) is really confusing. I can never remember. So it was, and I almost kept it there, but I narrowly escaped. What about you, Jay? Do you have a thing you've narrowly escaped? Oh, it's just so many texts like that. And it's, you know, Narrowly, almost naming my child after my ex-girlfriend. Yeah, well, you came real close it to that. It was so close. Mm-hmm. But then you didn't even end up having a kid. Yeah. And yeah. nobody was ever pregnant. So I'm glad you narrowly avoided that <laughs> mistake a by narrow, a wide margin. Very, very narrow, daring escape there by me. No, I, I've yeah. narrowly escaped some rooms. I was going to say, I've narrowly my... escaped. No, we didn't. We, we bar- did. We just barely. We, yeah, that's a, that's narrow, a narrow escape. escape. We did it with my best friend, Katie. Wow. Oh. I've narrowly escaped some relationships. That would have been a terrible oh, idea to say. That was such a good point. Yes. My God. Oh, my God. And yes. then you look Likewise. back and you're like, you didn't even realize. Like, you got out. Yeah. Thank God you got out. Yeah. Woo! 
narrow escape. <laughs> yeah, it could have been bad. Any hoozy. Uh, that's it for this week's edition of sports. <laughs> Woo! Uh, shout out to, oh, I hate that I set this precedent that I would go back and a simply a safe. Uh, <laughs> Quip! <laughs> and outside and comfy. <laughs> It's so good. It's real easy. You just get in your throat and you're breathy. Uh, also, a big thanks to you guys for listening now and then again later. And then uh, you hit it one more time and mm. then you hit it again another time and you just keep on listening. Play. And play. You yeah, you hit play. play yeah. One more. yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, you know, you're f- just play. Sure. Uh, don't quit it. Just hit it, you know? <laughs> mm. Hit it and don't quit it. That's, that's, our, that's our My grandfather always <laughs> <laughs> Uh, or you can always leave us a nice review wherever you're listening to this podcast, which, by the way, we read and we love them, like this one from WB3023, love a rhyming name, titled, This Podcast is Good, that says, I would rather listen to this podcast than not listen to this podcast. That's deep. I'm sensing a theme. Feels like every review is like, this is a podcast. <laughs> it's like, okay, at some point, we can pick ones where they say nice stuff. Okay, next week. But I guess will. that'd be a little weird. And lastly, don't forget, you can always... Leave us a voicemail. That's right. That's <laughs> so it is right. <laughs> Please don't yell at me. It was perfect. You did a great job. It was so good. I'm so you did so good. You're an amazing storyteller. You're one of the most wonderful women I've ever met. Uh eight six five oh six five five seven one. Say goodbye, Ashley. Bye. Say goodbye, Jay. Bye. Bye, I love you, Mia. <laughs>